Welcome, welcome. This is Harriet from War Wine and Music Podcast. Welcome back. This is season three. And um, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to start naming my series of music genre from here on out as um, not episodes, but series. Okay. So in other words, from season one and two, I had labeled, um, I had 12 shows for each. And, but what I'm going to do is group, group them um, as series. So as we know, from if you listen from the last two um, seasons, season one was blues. So it's now the blues series. And I had 12 episodes from that. Um, then we went into the jazz genre and that's um, season uh, two series, 12 episodes from that. So I'm going to combine the episodes of the amount of episodes. And I'm just not going to start from one to 12. I'm just going to pick up from my last, um, wherever I left off. So we're talking about season three, which is the early sounds of rock and roll. And this would be episode 25, episode 25. And if you haven't already, please go on www.morewineandmusic.com and hit subscribe or at least on all the plot uh, podcast podcast platforms, at least hit follow. I would appreciate it. So rock and roll. What is rock and roll and what, you know, what and who were the early pioneers that created the sound of rock and roll? People have uh, gave the term rock and roll um, different meanings. Um, some say it's an upbeat tempo of the um, blues, uh, rhythm and blues. But I kind of like the um, the description of what Ruth Brown, who was a blues singer, um, female blues artist um, in the 50s. I like how she put it in one of the documentaries that I had um, looked at um, a few times. And that was for the blues uh, documentary when I was doing research. And she pretty much sums it up. She said that rock and roll is essentially this. Rhythm and blues had a baby and they called it rock and roll. And that's basically what rock and roll is. Uh, it's a, um, a deviation of um, rhythm and blues. And it arrived in the uh, late 40s and into the early 50s. Um, and I'm getting um, my resource from pretty much the Wikipedia and you can take, you know, Wikipedia, take it for what it is. Um, but it did have a pretty well um, documentation of different uh, information about blues. So I decided, you know, this is just the opening of, of this series of the rock and roll series that I would at least start off with um, some of the history. Um, according to um, journalist Greg Knott, or I'm sorry, Greg um, Kott, K-O-T, 
Rock and roll refers to a style of popular music originating in the United States in the 1950s. So the earliest days of rock and roll, as we know it, um, consisted of the piano, the saxophone, as least in instruments. You have the drums um, and, and, you know, and you had the guitars. So I'm not going to get into, you know, in depth of, you know, all the background of it yet, because that's going to be coming up in, in the episodes here on out until, you know, we go through the, the series itself, but just kind of give a brief uh, overview, such as who were the artists that uh, developed rock and roll. We all can name um, popular names such as um, Elvis. We can um, name um, uh, Chuck Berry, Fats Domino, Buddy Holly, Jerry Lee Lewis. And those are some of the um, artists that I probably will be um, talking about. And there's, you know, all kinds of groups like the Platters. Um, and others, there, and I noticed there were some unknown um, groups that were just as uh, influential in the rock and roll genre that I, I would like to uh, talk about. And I was watching a documentary the other night and, you know, the pretty much attitude of rock and roll back then was early, you know, teenagers, white teens were basically, um, were ones who were really got involved in uh, making rock and roll as possible, as popular as it was, because, I mean, there were a lot of black artists who wouldn't have gotten a lot of uh, play if it wasn't for the white teens who would, you know, play their music. And of course, that would really upset uh, the parents. The parents did not, a lot of parents did not, white parents did not like their kids listening to black music, what they term as um, black music. But rock and roll did bring two two cultures together. Although, I mean, there were incidents because of that, which, you know, I will talk about throughout the uh, series. But, I mean, overall, a lot of um, music um, that were um, infused by Black and white um, music joined together that created the rock and roll genre was... Um, really an a, uh, opening to cross over into the mainstream America. Um, as you know, many of those who remember uh, rock and roll, I mean, it, it was played at a lot of sock hops, little dances, um, school dance, school, high school dances, um, local, um, dance halls and everything. Um, and it, it was just a big wave of a phenomena that spread across the country. 
and the powers that be were basically they were kind of intimidated they were, they was actually worried about you know what is this you know crazy music um that has taken over our children you know and when i say that i'm t- talking about the white whites who were you know very you know um concerned about um their children, you know, listening to such, you know, music that is considered black. And it, it caused a, a, even, you know, politically, so-called politicians, local politicians of um, local cities would, you know, have a negative, um, say something um, negative about rock and roll music and you know it, it it really was hyped up to be something that was more they made it more of a taboo thing than what it was and all it was is just music and people enjoying the sound of music and it gave t- teenagers to come together and, and just have a good time there was no political um, agenda behind it but of course, everything when it do involves with um, politics, there has to be some kind of hidden agenda um, behind um, music, and it's is you know it was specifically in place to destroy uh, certain uh, you know our our children. They're being destroyed by this music, um, you know whatever but rock and roll you know the the infusion of the blues and uh the beat of 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 the of the sound um a lot of white artists um took that and you know and emulated the the of of the music that they heard in um, Black America. For instance, um, Elvis took a lot of his uh, music and his sound from, you know, some of the Black artists that were in, you know, in the, the, a lot of the Black blues artists. So, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. And it, it was a very interesting time. It was a very interesting time because out of the 50s also came a lot of these recording um, companies like Chess Records, uh, Sun Records. Um, and I, again, I will be talking about uh, those companies throughout the, the uh, series. I'm going to, um, I want people to understand that when I do these series, when I do these series of music genre, it's just not to, um, it's more of of an education. It's more to, uh, for remembering and to give um, homage to artists who created um, those genres. As I always, I keep saying that because it's not anything to, you know, attack 
certain people attack this or that. It's just for the sake of um, history and, and remembering um, how music evolved throughout um, this, our, you know, throughout the century of, of America. And we have a lot of talented, talented um, musicians. And, you know, un unfortunately, in the music business, not only do you hear the um, talent of their music, but you there's behind the scenes, there's also a lot of scandal. And, um, and a lot of it, you know, I will touch on. And it's not just to not as a way of, you know, a gossip is just part of the information that was, um, that was available that, that, it, you know, based on fact, or some of it could be alleged. So I'm just want to put that disclaimer out there. Not everything that you hear or what was said, um, is not necessarily true. They're just, you know, it's just talk and alleged information that may have happened. So next week I'm going to be, I think my first artist that I will talk about will be, let's see, let's talk about Fats Domino. Fats Domino um, everybody knows his song, the, um, Blueberry Hill. So let's talk about his life and how he made an impact to, to rock and roll. Again, this is, um, series season three, and we're into the early rock and roll series for this season. And this is episode number 25. And um, I invite you to listen to more Wine and Music podcasts. Um, if you want more information, um, click on, go to www.morewineandmusic.com. And I will put more information about each of the genre that we have spoken during the podcast. Um, and also, if you have a person or a, a group or a or an artist that you would like me to do a biography on or talk about within the series, also you can leave a message or leave a comment on the um, website as well. And I, I will certainly be glad to um, highlight that uh, your favorite artist or, or group. All right, so stay tuned for next week. I will, our first look on the of the artist of Fats Domino and his life and his contribution to the rock and roll era. So stay tuned and be safe. <laughs>